kick out the bitches and crank up the jams. This is GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Heidi Ho there, friends, scallywags, ne'er-do-wells. It's, it's us. Stickers. Yeah, hopefully you know who it is, but if this is your first time, thanks for joining. Uh, I am not your host, GCR, but this is the GeekCast Live podcast, and with me, as I'm glad to have them do, occasionally. Uh, episode 417, Rob Pace. Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be and the details guy. Cartoon Joe, who didn't have the number as fast as Rob did. Yeah. You know what? We all have a particular role to play here, and mine is not the math. Mm-hmm. The high yeah, math you, is not for me. You're the face, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> face for podcasting. Not uh-huh. actually. Or violence. No. Uh, Ryan is not with us. He is on a uh, an ayahuasca retreat, mm-hmm. and uh, in Wisconsin of all places. Well, no, actually, it's it's just actually in, in his backyard. It's, oh. it's it's a tent. It's a tent and some edibles. But I was uh, wondering why there were so many extra up. letters in the word Wisconsin whenever he was trying yeah. to talk to us earlier. They just want to to gussy up a night out. So uh, good for good for him. He's. He's on a, a very, very, very mild vision quest, and we all need that from time to time. Mm-hmm. How have you been? How have your travels around the country been? Uh, hmm, what's a great word? Impotent is not, that's too extreme. Flaccid? Mm. Puric? Puric? Sure. <laughs> yep. Yep. As a victory, um, but at what cost? <laughs> uh, very benign to this point that will change uh in a few days i am going on a uh retreat to las vejas nice days to do what folks do so that that should be should mm. be good go to the circus get signed with the Bengals. yeah the circus, <laughs> circus, uh del sol or whatever it's called where, where all the where all the Asian men do many things. Mm-hmm. So I've told. Who's who's on retainer in Vegas now? Like who's who's got residency? Uh, still, Adele. Still, okay, I I like Adele. I don't know. Is, I think as long as it's not Celine Dion. Anymore, I don't know. Vegas. I was afraid it was still Britney Spears. That, that always. Mm, no, she's on a vision quest of her own right now. <laughs> There was there's nothing more soul crushing than flying into McCarran Airport in oh, Vegas and I seeing lied. the lit up. It was Katy Perry, not Adele. Oh, that's a oh, dick move. Ba-da. There's also Shania Twain, uh, John Legend. Since I'm going through this, Aerosmith, Rod Stewart, Miranda Lambert. That seems I do love fun. me some Miranda Lambert. Yes, Luke Bryan, Usher, Barry Manilow. They're uh, all on residency, or they're just they're playing a show there. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, residency, residency. Yeah, these are all flying into, into Vegas and seeing like the giant billboard lit up that is Britney Spears at 
the area or whatever that that is that is very akin to flying back into Chicago on a winter night when you've been anywhere else in the country. Equally soul crushing. Well said. You're so different. I love back Britney in Spears Chicago. in Chicago. Well, Peter Cetera is more of a, a stalwart. You like flying into Chicago? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Why? I don't mind the skyline. I mind, well, it kind of. Yeah, I do. I hate it. I hate returning to Chicago with a passion. I enjoy it tremendously. Always have. Always have. Oh. Don't love taking a taxi to the suburbs. Did that once. Never again. Ew. That's part of my problem is I, I fly back to Chicago and then you take that, that I won't make that joke. That's a bad joke. It's a Holocaust <laughs> joke. You take that, the train out five miles away from the airport to a uh, remote parking. And then you mm-hmm. just trudge through the snowy abyss, trying to find your car unsuccessfully, no matter how much you map it out. Um, Oh yeah, so and then your battery's dead by the time you get there because you. Oh, without left. without question. Uh, the light so, on the inside on. <laughs> so that or the it all sounds too real for some for some goddamn reason. So that <laughs> that's all part of the soul sucking. That's journey. fair. That's fair. It's not. I, it's uh, not like the Sears Tower brings yeah. the rage. I, uh, the last time I flew into Chicago, I landed, and then uh, well, I guess it wasn't last time. The second to last time, I came back from Denver. And uh, landed, and there was already three inches of snow on the ground. And while I waited for a taxi, another three inches came. That's and, what I'm talking uh, about. Uh, there was no, there were no Ubers, there were no lifts. I had to take a taxi. And then uh, two hours and seventy five dollars later, uh, I was finally home because I couldn't that- get, because I lived in Forest Park, one block past the city rates. Uh- uh, yep. it like doubled the charge of my trip. See, that's the that's the no ketchup Chicago dog of local transportation. Yeah, that's the regional transport Chicago style pizza. Is is that whole fuckery experience mm-hmm. that you just described? <laughs> Speaking of that, though, what because you spoke of hot dogs or the regional experience? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Somebody write it down. We have to we have to name this show, don't we? At some point. Ooh, yeah. Because hot dogs and the regional experience is probably going to get it done. Uh, what is your favorite airport to fly into, Joe? Or out of, I guess, because mine is Denver. Domestic. Yeah. Domestic. Naturally. Ooh, I do love flying in and out of Denver. I do domestic. love the machine gun beret men at the Rome airport, but that's not, <laughs> not my fave. Denver yeah, I mean, is my I, favorite domestic. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've flown into enough to really decide. Uh, I mean, I, I love flying I, at this point. I love flying into and out of O'Hare cause I'm so familiar with it. It's just easy. Um, Denver's great. Try flying into Omaha. That's easy. That's it's probably an airport. This, it's an airport, the size of the baggage claim of O'Hare. And <laughs> I, I, I flew to there so much. that I got to know the guy that manned the Omaha steaks kiosk right outside the jetway. It's, it's awesome. a beautiful, small little airport. Very fucking easy. There's a there's a tiny little airport in northern Michigan, about two hours from um, uh, what is the name of the town? Kalamazoo. No, Mount no, 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 no. Uh, Detroit. Pa, pa, 
Pulaski. No. God, why can't I, I think of it? With a I don't pub? know if that's a town, but I feel yeah, like it's, it's, it's like northern. It's it's one of the places you stop at when you're on your way to Mackinac Island. Mm. P? Yeah, they got Port Washington. Petoskey. Uh, Petoskey is the name of it. Uh, no, name of you it. made that up. Why so uh, about two hours south of Petoskey. Michigan. Michigan. There's a, there's a little airport that is like... Um, it's it's almost half airport, half nature reserve office. And uh, Maddie flew into it one time, and that was that was neat. Okay, I have I have been to a most of the uh, I've been to most of the airports, major airports domestically in my time. LaGuardia sucks. Philly sucks. Pittsburgh bad. What would you say is the worst? That you've experienced. Mm. O'Hare before the TSA stuff got cleaned up years and years ago. O'Hare was a, a, a shit show. Um, LAX is, is like O'Hare. It's just, it's, it's a madhouse. <sighs> yeah. There's none, either LaGuardia or the airport in DC. Those are both really shitty. Um, those stick out. Kansas City can go fuck itself. <laughs> uh, not the not the city. Love your city and your food, uh, but your airport can go gag on its straight building. to hell. Yeah. What kind of special uh, food does Kansas City have? Barbecue, barbecue, my man. Hell yeah. Shit! How did I not think of barbecue? Jack Stack, Lloyd's, uh, Gates. Uh, it's. Those are just a few. Rescinded. Um, yeah. No, their their food gets it done. Nice people, too. I like Kansas City. I used to go there quite mm. a bit. Uh, never flew into St. Louis. I always drove there. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, most of the small airports are, are nice. You got yeah. your, uh, your Fargos, your Cedar Rapids, um, all fine, all quality. Billings, decent. Nice, nice. I think of the crazier ones. Uh, the Orlando airport kind of sucks. It does. It shouldn't be as confusing yeah. as it was, being that everyone's there to go to the same place, which is get to the rental car, go to Disney, and they make it really fucking kind of back ass words with their tram system that they don't need to have. Uh, so that's kind of it's about as much as we need to get into on, on regional <laughs> air transport, probably for this episode. Yeah. Oh, no, this is fascinating. I thought this was the main segment. <laughs> uh, Indianapolis airport's not bad. Yeah, I like yeah, Indianapolis fine. airport. I was about to say that. Cincinnati's kind of dog shit. I flew out of the Atlanta airport once. It was nice. It yeah, was nice to fly out of. They, they hub for Delta, so I've been there a few times, but not for an extended period, luckily. Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, we did uh, the Boston airport's great. That was fine. Um, and when we flew back from Boston, we ended up getting diverted to the Atlanta airport. And, or I think it was Atlanta. Um, and that was fine. Um, it, it was not bad at all. The, the worst part was waiting for the bus to take us to the hotel, the shitty hotel that they gave us because we got yeah. diverted because of storms. 
Oh yeah, you get some dog crap overnights when you get stranded at the yeah. airport. It was uh, I've stayed in hostels that were that felt safer and cleaner than the hotel we stayed at. Nice. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That's part of my hatred for Kansas City because I've had to sleep in that airport not once but twice, and I've only had like a handful of canceled flights in my life, and. Two of them were in Kansas City, so they can eternally blow me. Yep. I feel that. And if you're going to be the Kansas City airport, have a goddamn reliable barbecue restaurant in the airport. They don't have anything. That makes sense. No, they don't have any eateries. All they have is like concession stands in the airport. So tiny as hell. (laughs) That's awful. Stupid. That's bad. I've just gotten off an airplane. You know what I want? A soft pretzel. Mm. (laughs) Give me some burnt ends and hail me a cab. Yeah. You got anything fried I can dip in this fake cheese? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there's that. Like the peaches. I think we are, if you're listening to this show, there's a good chance you've watched or familiar with house of the dragon but we are going to punt that to next week um when when ryan is here so that ryan and i can go uh nose to nose nose to nose and like trade spit i I would like to know just your 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 one sentence impression uh black sea snake black sea snake Or right. Valerian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Uh, he's the sea snake, right? My my Westerosi right. lore serves me. That sounds right. It's been admittedly a while since I've delved into the realms of Westeros. Uh, and I have not had a chance to watch House of Dragon yet. But I guess, all right. Kind of piggybacking on the, not digging in too far. What are your thoughts of Doctor Who, both of you guys, Doctor Who as Damon Targaryen? <laughs> well, being that I've never seen one living second of Doctor Who ever, I, I'm not jaded. Yeah. Uh, uh, surprising no one, Matt Smith has a weird butt, but it was mm. weirder to see it than it was. Weird. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more but, upset by his face than his ass. Yeah, that's fair too. Because he has a face that is different. Very distinct. He's got a face that was modeled after one of the Easter Island statues. Yeah. Well, his his face is so nondescript. It's descript. Mm-hmm. Its blandness is its identifying characteristic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having not known anything about this man's work prior to this, yeah, um, he he looks like a man made of clay where God just gave up halfway through. <laughs> yeah, here here first grade class, draw a white man. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> now I, I am a little like Rob said. I'm a little stale on my Westerosi lore, but I mean, I was heavy into it. I do have you know the history of Westeros. Which I had read and was into back when that whole story arc and 
universe mattered to the world. Um, but I was a little rusty on it. He he certainly doesn't embody uh, the physicality that I would expect from a character of the significance of Damon Targaryen. Uh, mm. Not that his acting is bad, because acting seems fine. It just... That would be my first blush of that particular. Yeah, piece. he's a he's a skinny little shit. Uh, yeah, he, he's a little too Weasley, I think, for mm-hmm. uh, for what I would think that character is. But I had no expect. I had the luxury of zero expectations coming into it. So, um, we can discuss the meat and potatoes. I didn't hate it as much as I wanted to or went into it. Nice. I'm glad to hear uh, that. But. Don't get too excited. I do have, I do have concerns. Yeah, that we can save for now. Rob, you can watch it between now and next week, right? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. In a perfect yeah. world, sure. Yeah. Not like you're busy or anything with scholastics or yeah, uh, whatnot. Trying to become a wizard, shaping the minds of the youth. How yeah. goes the the, the junior doc, juris doctorate or whatever they call it? Whatever you're doing. Oh, uh, well, it's great. Uh, so this is my first week. I presume that we're talking about my attempt at education for myself. Uh, and, uh, so the very first day, uh, was, uh, I got a couple of emails that were like, Hey, you've got a few things to check out on the, uh, online web space. And I was like, okay, cool. And ended up having a just fucking torrential cascade of like, these are things that you have to do before class. And I was, so uh, I have been in a tidal wave of catching up. Uh, she's been fun and exciting and uh, not something that I've had to worry about for myself in about a decade. So I think what the, uh, the question that's on the everyone's mind and from our our tweet in viewers who are sending in right now is are you are you too old to learn anything new oh uh no because you're the oldest person i know that's attempted to pay for learning so really i i am i am curious like genuinely that's fascinating uh so uh, i would say that uh, you're never too old to go get an education I believe that, but is it actually? True? It's. I mean, like I, yes, and uh, <laughs> I. I hope. Strawpole says yes. Yeah, yeah. Let me shake it my magic eight ball here. Yes, it says. Um, <clears throat> but isn't one of your first classes like urban pageantry or some shit that you were talking about uh, earlier? Close. It's uh. So I've got two classes I'm taking right now. One of them is uh. Critical literary analysis. It wasn't that. Uh, or liter- literary analysis and crit- critical thinking. And then the other one is design thinking and philosophy. That was it. That was uh, it. Something design, like philosophy, it. and thinking. Something like that. But, yeah. Um, nope. Cool stuff. Fun stuff. Very. Ex- exhausting stuff. I, yeah, I'm I, only I, I don't have good questions yet, but I will. As we Good. monitor that. So you take? Are you not taking a full class load? Are you? No, no, no. I'm just taking two classes. Okay. Easing back well, in, as it Good were. Good for you. 
Go for your head who's up. <laughs> yeah. And to you I as had, well. Uh, yeah. Multiple oh, yeah. people in their fifties when I was in seminary. Really? Did they, did they like I'm not I'm not being facetious, but they have like a a midlife crisis yeah, of this faith or like find Jesus in a bowl of Cheerios or something? I don't know. Uh, some of them, I'm sure that was the case. Others of them. So I actually, I was joking with Rob about this before the show. Um, there is a really weird crossover between theology and law. Uh, really? So a lot of them had been lawyers for most of their life. And then were like, this isn't satisfying. I feel like I'm not doing any good in the world. I'm going to go become a pastor. Really? Yeah. And so they, they leave the, the world of law and, uh, and, and go to seminary. Why, if you'd given me like five guesses of career lateral transitions, I would not have, I would not have come anywhere close to. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a weirdly historical trend. Uh, Augustine was a lawyer before he was a theologian. Tertullian was a lawyer before he was a theologian. Uh, Justin Martyr was a lawyer before he was a theologian. Luther was a lawyer before he was a theologian. I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird Venn diagram. Hmm. That's mildly fascinating. Yeah, I someone should write about that. I don't know if anybody's gonna say, do you have any theories about why that is? Yeah, my my guess is that law, the study of law causes you to think think systematically, which is really useful for theology. And then also on top of that, uh I like to joke that um like when it comes to like constitutional study, um I just like to study law that's a lot older than our constitutional law. Sure. Okay. You know, like that's, that's really the only difference between me and a constitutional scholar in terms of being able to do exegesis and stuff. But. It's a fascinating connection. Like you, you, you lose, you use a lot of the same skills, especially if you're trying to understand things in their original context and then compare it to how we use it now. Oh, well, fascinating. Does that, does that, uh, does that work in, in reverse? Like, are, are you going to develop a passion for defending? Yeah. How many defending I don't know. criminals? And how like, many people leave the church to go become <laughs> lawyers? I don't know. Right? Not enough. Probably. I've, I've honestly, I've thought about it, but I don't want, um, I, I don't want that three figure student debt bill or six figure. Excuse me. I was you thinking did. the three figures above the three zeros. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that'd be a hard one to, to rationalize once you've achieved some level of uh, life maturity. Yeah. Uh, throw it all to the wind, I say. You know what? There, there's point? some truth to that. Yeah. There is some truth to that. So, well, especially since you're, you're exactly right, I would absolutely go for defense attorney if I had the chance. And that's where the yeah. money is. No, I it, I see you being like a, a, public, a public defender. Yeah, I would be a public defender. the downtrodden. Either that or you'd be uh, like Daredevil's sidekick. Froggy. Yeah, Froggy. What is his last name? Froggy? Nelson? Nelson, thank you. Nelson, yeah. I kept getting Hampton in my head, and I was like, that can't be right. Ugh, that, that, was a weird, uh, that was a weird segue. That was the last... <laughs> The last time I was stuck in an airport, 
back to Kansas City. Fucking beatniks. Uh, it was whenever Daredevil came out because I fortunately had my. Well, I always, mm. I always travel Important. with my computer bag, so I watched the pretty much all of the Daredevil show on Netflix oh, on the my show. iPad. Not the not the Ben Affleck presentation. <laughs> oh, Christ! No, I don't think he's that old. Tablets. No, the the Charlie Cox Daredevil. I yeah. I streamed pretty much that all night in the Kansas City airport. Do you remember that? It sounds so, like that would almost make the Kansas City airport pleasant. It was the only tolerable part about it because, again, I did that sans any sort of food because they also closed their s- few kiosks at like 8 p.m. So I was more or less alone in this uh, cacophony is not the word, sarcophagus of, of an airport watching... Uh, <laughs> Watching Daredevil kick ass in my eight inch tablet. Yeah, no, it's based, probably ten inch. It's ten. Inch based tablet. solely on closing times, if there's one thing that's true about the Midwest, it's that apparently no one eats after six o'clock. Mm-hmm. We're a backwards people. It's something else. Something else. <sighs> what else is there to talk about? Are we? Um, I, I watched a real weird freaking anime clip that was sent to oh, us yeah. in the chat uh, that made me laugh. Wormageddon for you. Should I describe what? So I don't know. Don't, don't describe, totally, it. Was, don't describe there a, it. was there a sculpture of Rick on a shitter? Like, yeah. yeah. On a, on a scenic, like coastal view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's it's tripping balls is what it is. But I can't say I didn't like it. The and I was listening to it on my headphones. Mm-hmm. Uh the 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 bass is is bumping as the kids say. Very robust. On yeah. the on those clips. Robust. So like a sauce. It is. Uh <laughs> it's, it's it kind is. of a 30, yeah. 30 second banger. Go ahead, Joe, explain it. No, nobody knows. No, no, go ahead. I don't uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure what there is to explain. I think we're we're ramping up toward the re- excuse me release of the new season of Rick and Morty, which I, uh, I I believe comes out on September 5th. How audible was that hiccup? It was the hiccup heard around the world. Outstanding. You couldn't make that noise again <laughs> if you fucking tried. No, I don't think I could. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, th- I think Rick and Morty is back September 5th, which is Labor Day. Um, and uh, this is some promotional stuff that's happening. They, uh, they, they, at the end of the trailer for the season, they show this weird egg just in like a, um, almost like a back to tank. Mm, baby Cthulhu. And, yeah. And uh, and then with the explosion of the Citadel at the end of the last season, the egg is released and apparently crashes on Earth. And Rick announces that there's a threat level Wormageddon. And then we've got three random videos of uh, of places across the globe where they've placed these statues of people fighting worms. So the uh, the first one is. Um, 
God, what what is her name? She asks for Star Mother to to lend her her wrath or whatever from the oh. uh, the Vindicators. From the Vindicators, uh, shit, Nebula, no. That's mm. closer than Galacta, which is what what my brain Shh. wants it to be. Mm. And it's not rolling ahead, and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, she and Beth are fighting one worm down in Mexico City. Uh, Rick is about to be accosted by a worm while he's on the shitter in Malibu, Hawaii. And uh, that's California, Bob, but not that it matters. Oh, is it California? My mistake. Malibu, Hawaii. (laughs) I thought it was in Hawaii in the. The, oh no, it just says Malibu. Nope. The fucking confidence. Hey, you know what? You fuck Millie up. Walker. You fuck up. San Diego. <laughs> California. Holy shit. Uh, and then uh, in the Netherlands, uh, Jerry is running away from a worm on uh, on a on a windmill. There's also oh. some little animated ones too that were wiling out, as they say. The uh, threat level warm again one was my favorite. That's just that's as as I don't watch much Rick and Morty, but that's like as much condensed weird Rick and Morty in thirty seconds as you can get. There's like a <laughs> opens a wormhole, shoots somebody in the face. Somebody's like smoking half a dube. Yeah, and, jaguars in the background. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a lot. and Summer's husband is back. That's fun. Uh, so there's a there's a dude in the background who has like a like a Mad Max outfit where he's got like a helmet and then a skull. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Armand's hand skull. In mm-hmm. in one of the episodes in season three, um, right. summer they they run away to a post apocalyptic wasteland, and uh, they're they're like trying to process Beth and Jerry's divorce. And summer processes by basically finding some random fuck boy from the Mad Max world. And that's that. Naturally. Mm-hmm. As so. you do. Yeah. His name is like hammer or something like that. Hammer. No, just, just regular old hammer. Mm-hmm. I wish it was hammer. So that was, uh, that was fun. I wish I'd gotten into Rick and Morty. Just never, never was. It's yeah. never too late. Able to to break in. Fair. And I, I do feel like um, part of the part of the problem with Rick and Morty is the fandom sucks. Yep. I I really truly feel they're they're uh, they're right up there with Christians for worst fandoms. Mm, or Wasn't there like a dipping sauce incident or some shit? Yeah, Teflon yeah. sauce. And all those 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 people having meltdowns in McDonald's because they couldn't get the Szechuan sauce. That upsets me. If it was just the fact that they were bullying McDonald's as a corporation to bring that sauce back, I think that would be objectively hilarious. But taking oh, it absolutely. on the workers is a dick move. Yeah, uh, burn down. Uh, <sighs> Legally, don't do this. Go on. As a joke, burn down the CEO of McDonald's house until they bring such <laughs> sauce back. That's fine. I had no problem with that. He can buy another house or move into one house a day. You know, do do like the founders would do and dismantle it, hand, uh, board by board, and throw it into the nearest river. Mm-hmm. Fine. 
Weird. <sighs> but yeah. So yeah, Ryan will be back next week. I think we've got a uh, an action packed lineup. Is that what I read? That's what the show notes tell me. Yeah, it says action packed. Uh, yeah, there's there's. I think we have a guest, and then there's some going to be some uh, football seancing that's going to take mm-hmm. place. There's a live band uh, of a spiritual nature. So everything you're not getting in quality this week, we'll try and. Uh, payback in arrears next week for those of you who have the willpower to come back yeah uh, uh, Nick. Nick on anything this week Ooh, oh I beat you to it <laughs> yes you did nice. yes. who, who did, you, did nice. you start with me uh no never oh. you, no Rob uh, this time it's nice. me this time yeah I have recently started going through and playing Pokemon Sword uh, which is uh, something that came out probably a year or two ago at this point. And uh, I've been slowly grinding through it. And it is, uh, I've tried to go in with uh, a pretty open mindset. I had a lot of preconceived notions and was kind of upset with a lot of design choices they went making this game. Uh, but overall, Playing through it, uh, I have enjoyed the experience. I certainly have some gripes, but uh, overall, I really like the setting. I like the uh, the new Pokemon that have been added to it, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty all right. Uh, it makes me more excited for the new ones that are getting ready to come out here in November or September, something like that. I think it's November, um, so. Yeah, pretty pretty apt about that. Uh, Nick, what about you? Um, not a not a whole lot going on this last week, mm-hmm. uh, outside the usual. Uh, but me and Lindsay did find a night to uh, break away and and hit the the theater, as Joe would say, this evening mm. at least. Um, she's a big Broadway musicals fan. I like them, but don't get into it quite as much as she, but we uh, we finally caught Broadway version in Hamilton, which we had on our oh. to-do list for a year or so. And it came How's close that? enough. Tremendous. Tremendous. Okay. Really weird to, to actually hear and see it through a different lens after just digesting the original soundtrack so much, because we do listen to the original a ton in our house. Sure. And have watched the, 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 I guess I'll say film, film version of it many, many times. So, uh, with that, with that burden of, of, uh, expectation, um, I thought they did it, uh, you know, the, the new cast or whatever you want to call it, did a tremendous job. So the, the recency bias wasn't, wasn't bad. Yeah, it was outstanding. Nice. Uh, up in Madison at the uh, the theater up there. So, yeah. Throw a little, little Broadway action in on a date night. So, that was good. Very nice. Uh, Joe, what about you? Yeah. Um, I feel like I haven't been up to a whole lot this week. Um, I will mention two things and then the actual thing I'm geeking on. Uh, I watched House of the Dragon. I really enjoyed it. I am feeling 
uh, cautiously optimistic about the future of that show uh, based off of one episode so far. Uh, and then also on HBO, the Harley Quinn show has been back for a few weeks. Hell yeah. I'm catching up on that. It's, it's fun. Uh, I, I don't, if, if you're not into, um, if you're not into it, don't watch it. If you like irreverent humor and, uh, animated DC shows, it's very fun. And, um, I, I've been really enjoying it. Um, it's not a, it's not a must watch, but it's, it's fun. Uh, it's it's a nice throw it on while you're watching lunch kind of show. I'd second um, that. What's that? I said I'd second that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really and then I'm I'm just I'm I am. Who? It's 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 nerve wracking to put this out loud because I don't want to jinx anything. I am feeling optimistic for Gross. the first time since mid 2016 like like pre-november 2016 uh because of the uh the announcement today about student loans um yeah do, do we uh i i saw it read a little bit do you know anything deeper is there any like tangible anything tangible to that yeah so um man there, there's a lot and there's there's probably a little bit too much to get into uh, right now, but the, uh, the long and sh- the, like the, the quick notes of it is, um, uh, one, if you make under $125,000 and you have any student loans, you will get $10,000 of student loans or up to, you know, if, if you have less than $10,000 individual or, or married filing jointly, uh, married filing jointly, it is 250,000. So individual. Yeah. Um, if you also got a Pell grant during undergrad that doubles to 20,000, which that's what I'm personally most excited about because that means that, uh, about a third of my grad student debt is, is potentially wiped out. Awesome. Yeah. I'm really, really thrilled by that. Well, um, fuck. I mean, yes. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, for for people who are on income driven repayment, if you if you owe less than twelve thousand dollars, instead of taking twenty years to pay off, it'll only take ten, which is fantastic. Uh, undergrad payments are capped at five percent of your total income, and as long as you're making payments, your uh, the the interest. It's so complicated. It's so needlessly complicated, but I'm, I'm happy about it. The interest. So if the interest that is accruing is higher than your monthly payment, the difference between the two is canceled. So let's say that your, your monthly interest is a hundred dollars and your monthly payment is $75. $25 is just canceled as long as you're making the payment. So hopefully people are not being dug into bigger holes of debt. Does it matter who's holding the, who holds the note at this point, who holds the loan? Uh, so it, it has to be a federal, I think it has to be a federal loan at this point. Um, but they've got lots of federal loan servicers. So as long, as long as it's There's a federal a loan. now. Yeah. Good. Nelnet, Fannie Mae. All yeah. Those all is. should be fine. Those, those all should be covered. 
So, and I think what's, what's really cool is like, so my mom took out parent plus loans. Um, so she counts as a borrower so she can have her parent plus loans forgiven up to, uh, a 10 or $20,000. No, exactly what it'll be. So, yeah. So, so parent plus loans are counted. Undergrad loans are counted. Graduate student, student loans are counted. Um, it's a really big day for, for, for people. So, and as a, just a side note, because a lot of people don't know this, if you have taken advantage of the pause since COVID began mm-hmm. and you've been paying loans off and you feel like you'd like a refund, you can get a refund on anything that you've paid since March of 2020. How do you go about that? Uh, I don't know the exact process. I just know it's an option. Well, I'm going to do some digging. Yeah. So if you've, if you've paid some stuff off and it's an amount that would be forgiven underneath uh, the new policy, get the refund because the, the difference will be forgiven anyway. So it's a, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling really positive about it, which is a weird fucking feeling. Oh, as you should. I don't, I won't even argue that one with you. Yeah. So my only, I, I'm not, I'm not mad about it because thank God so far anyway, grads, grad loans are counted. Um, but I, I paid off my only undergrad loan during the pause. So, you know, I got, I got really lucky with undergrad. Indiana had a policy where, uh, if your parents made under a certain amount when you were an eighth grader and you kept a, a 2.0 grade point average, they, Indiana covered your tuition. So. Yay. Yay, poverty and good grades. Yay. But it's nice when they cross paths. Yeah. So well, on yeah, that happy anyway, note. Yeah. And 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 I just I feel like between that and everything that's been happening with uh with with Mar-a-Lago and and all that shit, like everything's coming up millhouse. So <laughs> <laughs> my house is flooded, but my pants are rolled up to my knees. So it's, it's great. <laughs> That's good stuff. So what's well, a strangely happy no 10, this uh, show on. Yeah. Uh, if you liked any of that, God bless you. Uh, it's always, we appreciate you jumping in and, and spending a little time with us. It always helps if you can drop us a, a quick review. It does help whatever this is move along. Uh, Joe, tell them how to do all that fun stuff. Yeah, so you can go to wherever your pod is casted, but especially if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Tell us um, tell us what regional airport you hate the most or love the most. Uh, we'll we'll give, you, give you both options. It doesn't matter what you write in the review as long as you give us five stars and write something. That really helps the podcast out. If you want to support us in monetary ways, you can do so over at patreon.com slash geekcast live. You can, uh, you can wear a shirt with uh, my face on it over at gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. Where? Oh yeah. gcl.threadless.com. Uh, I you can find us on all the socials. Oh. Just geekcast live. And uh, check out our website that Rob built at violentpress.com. Yeah, I made that website. It's It's, Rob. By the way, it's a kick-ass website. I was there the other day. It's a really good website. It's a website. Really enjoyed it. 
So, mm. um, is that all the things? Maybe some of the things. We'll, uh, if not, uh, come back next week and we'll catch you up on the stuff you missed. But, uh, yeah. Until then, uh, don't fly to Kansas City. But if you drive there, go to Jack Staff. Mm. Bye. Yeah, that's all I got. All your grand Cheers. See you in hell. Pork, pork shoulder. Hey everyone, Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er do wells, and supporters who make this ill fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you as always to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau. Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower, <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there, that's from, what is that? Charleston, uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from Thereaways, Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.